It's like a reboot of All My Children. The John McMullen Show. Gather around, drama queens. Here's John. Well, we will try to stay away from the drama in this half hour and instead talk about how people are helping other people right here at home in the Coachella Valley. It is my pleasure to welcome back to the John McMullen Show the executive director of JFS Desert, that's Jewish Family Services of the Desert, and I am speaking this afternoon with Craig Johnson. Hi, Craig. How are you? I'm well, John. Thank you very much for the invitation. It's a pleasure. Um, You guys do so much, and we hear about it in public service announcements here on the station and occasionally get an opportunity to talk with various people on your staff about different initiatives that you have. But um, the first thing I want to reiterate to people is that JFS Desert is not a service simply for people of the Jewish faith. You guys serve people regardless of any belief system, correct? Yeah, that's exactly right, John. I appreciate you bringing that up. For my first, I would call it, four years with the agency, uh, when I was traveling around the valley presenting, I would ask the audience, how many of you believe that JFS is just here for the Jewish community? And many people were raising their hands. Thankfully, recently within the service agencies, uh, that understanding has been changed. They understand that we are a non-sectarian provider of social services. You're exactly right. We're here for the entire valley. In fact, a very small percentage of our clientele are, are Jewish. Uh, approximately 5% of our clients are Jewish, and so the great majority of our clients are not. So let's talk about various types of service that you provide to the community. I am familiar with the fact that when people occasionally get themselves in a tight spot, aren't able to pay a critical bill, either rent or maybe the, the uh, gas bill or electric bill, that sometimes you're able to help them out with those things, but you also have a really robust uh, set of mental health services that are available through telehealth, right? That's correct. Uh, And you really hit on the two major services that we're currently offering. Uh, our, Our primary hallmark service is really mental health counseling. And in March, in response to the pandemic, we did convert our entire service to telecare. Uh, we opened our office very briefly in July for in-person services, but the, the COVID numbers were just spiking, and we decided for everyone's benefit to go ahead and keep the office closed, continuing to offer telecare counseling, uh, and we believe we're able to offer that effectively. Uh, and then our other program that is really in high demand right now is our case management program that includes the provision of emergency financial assistance for those necessities like overdue rent, overdue utilities, food, medications. Uh, We think we are right now, John, the only source of financial assistance for anyone in the desert. Uh, I know there are agencies like Lift to Rise that have provided substantial support and are working to be able to do that again. And we're certainly rooting for them and we'll be ready to refer when they're up and and running. Uh, But to our knowledge, we're one of, if not the only agency able to offer that emergency financial assistance. And and you're right. So if you're out there and you're thinking, well, I'm not Jewish, but I need help, give us a call, 760-325-4088. Ask for our case management team at extension 250 and see how we can help you. That's great. And looking at that part of your service, it 
isn't going to be cheap for an organization like yours to reach out and help as many people as you want to. So I presume that it also requires a lot of fundraising support. Well, that's exactly right. In fact, we are going to be launching imminently a new program called the Family Assistance Program. It's very similar to our current case management program and our ability to offer financial assistance. This is a bit different. This is for families who are COVID affected. And rather than us paying for one bill, for instance, an overdue uh, Edison bill, uh, qualified households will be given a, an amount of monies between 500 and $1,000, depending on the size of the household, to spend down over the course of a six-month period, knowing that these, these bills come in staggered sometimes. So the, the, the families will be able to provide or we'll be able to provide the families a, a more long-term support, but also the families being able to direct their support, we believe will really contribute to the household dignity. Uh, that is lacking when when families aren't able to make their own decisions, when they're not able to take care of themselves. So uh, in addition to the Family Assistance Program, which is the name of this program, we also have other monies available through whether it be our angel fund. We have uh, generous support from the Allen Foundation, SCAN Foundation, uh, Bighorn Cares for pass-through monies for those those, um, overdue utilities and food and medications, etc., so we are able to offer different types of support depending on uh, what is required and what is causing the financial distress, whether it be COVID or just people living on fixed income enduring uh, an unexpected bill. Uh, life is very dynamic right now, and, and people need all sorts of support. So we encourage people who need any type of support, John, to reach out to us to see how we can help. Craig, I know that there's a lot of people in the community who never thought that they would need to reach out uh, for a helping hand and who sometimes look at it as being maybe too proud to do that. But yeah. the fact is that this is a once-in-a-century event that we're going through. And so right. when you look at that, and see the kinds of things that have happened to people that they never would have imagined in their lives. Uh, I have to imagine there's a lot more people needing that support right now than normally would be. How many clients are you serving currently? Well, it it varies. Across the programs we served last fiscal year, just under uh, 3,200 unduplicated persons. Um, the, The request for emergency financial assistance, as you can imagine, have doubled uh, this time uh, compared to this time last year. Uh, so, but th- the need will continue to grow, um, and so we are preparing ourselves both for the the, the imminent uh, need that is now, but also in the future. And and so, um, unfortunately, we we only expect the the mental health need and the financial need to increase even though we have the vaccinations online and people are getting vaccinated and we're seeing the the covid numbers go in the right direction finally uh we're we're still thinking that we're in for a number of months of, of yeah, need a long way from being out yeah. of the woods unfortunately yes so let's talk a little more about the counseling services because i know a lot of people who need that mm-hmm. kind of extra support and i'll be very bold and tell people that uh even i over the last year have needed to reach out and get uh, some you know benefit of 
of being able to talk to a therapist about things that are tough. And I think that there's a lot of people in that boat who never thought that they would be there until we were hit with all of these circumstances. Do people need insurance to uh, be able to take advantage of uh, those programs from Jewish Family Service of the Desert? No, it's a great question, John. Uh, We are actually able to accept all major local insurances. For those persons who do not have insurance, we'll work on a sliding cash scale based on their income. And for those persons who do not have insurance or uh, you know, significant income, we have scholarships available. The bottom line, John, is someone comes to us and they want to see our counselors, we will make it possible for them to see our counselors regardless of their ability to pay anything. So We know pe- that mental health uh, provides stability for the households and there is uh, very few issues more important than mental health. Uh, it's our duty to make sure that people receive the counseling and we're going to do everything we can to make it so. And do you, as part of your services, do you also hook people up with the various social services that they may not be aware of that are available in the county or the state? Correct. And that is often through our, our case management team. Now, our therapists also through the years have become very well versed in what supports are out there. But usually how how that works, John, is that it's either a consultation with the case manager or referring to the case managers. But yes, we are. We realize that we're not all things for all people. We like to believe that we're very good referrers to partners here in the desert. And so it's incumbent upon us to make sure we have a very good understanding of what services are available, how to get connected to those, et cetera. So we like to believe, again, that we are good referrers. We never want our answer to be, sorry, we can't help you and good luck, as opposed to, sorry, we can't help you, but we think this company can. Here's the phone number. In fact, here's the person you want to speak with. It must be um, a great. Yes. It must be a great feeling when you talk with your clients uh, about the fact that you're able to tell them yes and not no on on a lot of things that they might need uh, or you know even if it's just one thing that they might need that will make such a huge difference in their life and keep them moving forward especially through a hardship like covid John it's amazingly fulfilling to be able to provide that stability to households we know that our programs and services save lives every day. Uh, and we're extremely proud uh, of, that, uh, of that, that nobility, really, in our service. Uh, it really is what, what drives us to continue to grow our services, to grow that outreach, and to grow access to service. Uh, we know that still, even though they're, you know, we're around and other really fine service providers support our Coachella Valley, there are still those who are unable to get connected to services. And so we still have a lot of work to do. Uh, but the good news, I think, John, in this valley, there is a good amount of collaboration. There's a good amount of communication and discussion and working together to see how we can better support uh, those in need uh, here in the valley. And, I mean, to get anything accomplished in a big way, it helps to have a lot of partnerships in the community. Mm-hmm. I know that we were just talking not that long ago with another of your staff about uh, how you were working with DAP Health uh, mm-hmm. to take care of COVID vaccinations for some of the survivors of the Holocaust who are here locally. Um, could you maybe just uh, share some of the partners that you work with in the community? Okay. Well, you certainly hit upon a major one. We have fantastic friends uh, over at DAP Health and to be able to pick up the phone and get a hold of David Brinkman and have him the same day you know, agree to help us get our local survivors vaccinated uh, is 
really, uh, quite honestly, it's a, a thrilling position for me to be in. Uh, we're, we're a relatively small agency, but we play uh, really well with all the big fish in the local pond. Uh, and so DAP certainly is a partner. Uh, we have many partners, the, the local senior centers, uh, local health care providers, Desert Healthcare District, uh, uh, Desert Oasis, certainly Jewish Federation of the Desert is a major, the, the most major supporter of our, of our programs. They've been a wonderful partner for us since we've been established. Uh, in fact, JFS uh, derived as a, a group of volunteers from the Federation, so they're certainly a tremendous partner of ours. Uh, DPSS, uh, our, our local municipalities, we are uh, providing emergency uh, financial assistance program with the city of Palm Desert. We provide CDBG monies through Palm Springs. We're very fortunate to have many, many connections. Do you want to share with the audience, uh, once again, your uh, telephone number if people need to contact you and uh, uh, talk with your uh, various departments, talk with somebody who works in counseling or case management? How do they get a hold of JFS Desert? Absolutely. That phone number is 760-325-4088. For new clients interested in receiving counseling, they want to hit extension 121. For existing clients wanting to get a, a, a session scheduled, hit zero. And for those people who need to get connected to our case managers, talk about getting connected to available benefits, the emergency financial assistance, that's extension 250 Okay. Uh, you leave a message there, and our case managers will get back to you. And if you want to go to the website, it's jfsdesert.org. I really thank you for coming on again, Craig, and we'll look forward to doing it again soon. My pleasure, and anytime, anytime you want to have me, I'm available, John. I love it. Sounds good.